is like for real? This is happening right now? This is just pretending she's not hyped to do a review of Wonder Woman. I'm so hyped. 1984. So excited. All right, Jess, tell me about Wonder Woman 1984. Well, first let me just say that it was a completely different experience watching it at home with multiple pauses, a puppy running around, and we probably shouldn't have had more than snack food during this because I know in the beginning I missed a few things because I was looking down at my Cheesecake Factory. So here's the deal. We had planned to watch Wonder Woman. We went to Cheesecake Factory. We got some cheese balls. Danny, it's called fried macaroni. And some cheesecake and other assorted goods. When we got home, well, we knew because we have a camera for our dog. And we noticed that our dog had destroyed something. When we got home, we realized our lovely puppy, Mitty, had ripped open a pillow and feathers were everywhere. Like literally covered the living room floor. And I was pretty hungry. So we cleaned that up, just vacuumed it up. We watched the movie. Yes, we paused it too many times. That's the problem with watching a movie like this at home versus going to Cinemark. It would have been much, much different on the big screen. Yes, no interruptions, no dogs, no cheesecake, no just, hey, can you pause this? Danny, I appreciate you. She appreciates it. So that was our experience. Watch it on HBO Max. It's fine. I I really wish they would save these movies. Even Tenet, I wish they'd save for 2022. So we can all go to the theater and see all these new movies, big budget movies. Have a stockpile of them. Yes. Be exciting. One of our podcasts for, what was it? Onward or? Yeah. Something in the spring. You know, we were just thinking the movies were delayed till the fall, maybe. Here we are approaching a year later. Right. And now maybe next year. I mean. It's wild. Yeah. There's some big movies that are going to be coming out in the spring. No Time to Die. Maybe Top Gun. I don't believe it, but we'll see. So Wonder Woman 1984, directed by Patty Jenkins. Oh, my. Starring Gal Gadot. Gal? Gal? Gal. Gal? G-A-L Gadot. I say Gal Gadot. Maybe it's Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. Anyway, and Chris Pine. He's in there, too. Mm-hmm. Robin Wright, she's in there too. Mm-hmm. Who else in this? Oh, uh, Kristen Wiig, The Mandalorian. He's in there too. I mean, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. Well, why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. Just describe the plot of this movie. In under 30 seconds. Go. Oh, my goodness. So, we are in 1984, and Kristen Wiig is working for, like, a museum artifact place, and there is this stone that comes across her desk, and uh, Wonder Woman is checking it out, uh, befriends Kristen Wiig, and museum benefactor i'm not even sure where this guy came from he just kind of appeared one day is very interested in the stone but is trying to pretend not to be so we get 
him after it um and wonder woman just learns that it is you know a a stone from the gods and uh has been around for a long time and is very powerful very dangerous so she has to get it back what are the powers of this stone so basically if you make a wish around it it grants you any wish but takes your greatest asset yeah or something whatever you cherish the most or, right i don't know something like that and you know the villain ish maxwell lord played by the mandalorian He's good. He's definitely kind of like a, a Donald Trump type type figure. He's on TV basically selling nothing. He's a con man. Right. And he wants to be powerful, wants to be rich. And, of course, he wants a stone so he can have his ultimate wish and take others. He, he's going around asking other people to make wishes so he can then take their most cherished possession, possession or power or whatever that is. So why – I have questions though. Go ahead. So then why didn't he automatically get Wonder Woman's power? Well, this is not really a spoiler. I mean, let's face it. This is about like end of the – it's like the beginning of the film, maybe a half hour into it. It's two and a half hours long, maybe a half hour. No wonder we had to pause it. Two and a half mean, hours. Let's face it. This is, maybe, it's, maybe it's a halfway point. I don't know. But this guy, spoiler alert, kind of, not really. I think it's in the trailer, but – he he acquires the stone. Not a huge surprise. No. He's a villain and wants a stone, gets a stone. He wishes that he can be the stone. Now, my first thought was imagining him turning literally into a stone. Right. But no. The stone interprets that as I want the power of the stone. So now he can grant wishes. So I'm glad that they at least included a very very brief scene with Chris Pine and Wonder Woman at Bad Guys. What's his name? Maxwell. Maxwell's apartment studio, whatever. Because there were some newspaper clippings and research about this specific stone. Oh, this guy loved it. Yeah. So he at least did know of it. He knew its powers and, you know, understood basically how to wield its power. I wish that scene were a little longer and explained how he knew about it in the first place because it seemed pretty – I mean, even Kristen Wiig, who's like – she literally had all of these degrees about history and artifacts. And even she was like, I need to learn more about this. I've never seen she anything She knew like nothing. This. Right. Nothing. She was pointless. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So tell me about the Chris Pine. What's his story in this movie? How is, how is Chris Pine in this movie, Jess? The first one took place – like. World War One, I, I think it was, right? So we're living in a crazy movie where your wish is my command. So Gal Gadot wishes, Wonder Woman wishes for her boyfriend back. Lo and behold, Chris Pine. But yeah, then. But then, and again, another spoiler, but not really. It is Chris Pine, his like soul, or soul or spirit, his mind, memory, but he's in someone else's body. Mm -hmm. So when Wonder Woman looks at Steve, she sees some random guy. But the words he says are of Steve. 
and the viewer mostly only sees Chris Pine. So it's interesting. Because Wonder Woman does at one point say, I just see you. While he's looking in the mirror and sees this random guy, she knows it's him, so she, in her mind, sees him. Our dog's barking. We put Mitty outside, hoping he make it 10 minutes. How long did he make it? Like much. Five. He's nine months old. He's a puppy. All right, tell a joke, you know. What does a kneecap wear to keep warm? What does it wear? A kneecap. I know, I said it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Mini bit! Uh Uh-oh. He almost ran to me when he needs his treat. Wants his treat. Ah, I miss him running over to me though. He used to be so excited he would come inside. Now he's like, just no treat. All right. Oh, now he wants to squeak. So Jess just told a joke incorrectly. <laughs> Wait, say the joke again. What does a kneecap wear to stay warm? It's supposed to be what does a leg wear to stay warm? A kneecap. A kneecap. All right, so I'm back. Jess, let's get to the heart of this review. Is this a good movie? Yeah, I would watch it again. I would recommend it to my friends. It's entertaining. It definitely holds my interests. I want to watch like the opening scene again because like I mentioned before, I was eating food and looking down and I I know I missed it. Like that deserved my full 20 minutes of attention. When we talk about that opening scene, what was the moral of that opening scene? What was the, the big message they were slapping us across the face with? She wasn't ready to, you know... I wasn't slapped across the face, what I miss. Well, it's I was a, eating. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Enlighten me. As a child, is in this competition, like a uh, competition thing. Anyways, <laughs> she's racing. She's horseback riding. At one point, she falls off her horse, but she doesn't want to lose. So she takes a shortcut. She essentially cheats. Okay. And her mother figure. Oh my god! (laughs) My mom just called me. When he said mother mother figure. figure. Insane. I mean, you gotta get it. All right. Hi, mom. (laughs) Good, how are you? Uh, Jess and I are just recording a a podcast review of a movie. Oh, don't worry. We only have like two listeners, mom. Nobody cares. (laughs) Those two listeners. All right, love you. Bye. All right, so my mom is a new listener <laughs> of the podcast. In the opening, Wonder Woman, she cheats. And her mother figure says, you can't do this. You can't take shortcuts. You have to earn it, deserve it. Don't take the easy way kind of thing. Oh. You understand what the moral of the story is later in the film? I see. Right before the third act is like a psh, psh, psh. She understands now. She didn't want to. Ow. Mitty. No bites. Gosh. <laughs> dog is so gross. Okay. He's pretty cute, though. Yes. The question, though, is this a good movie? It is a good movie, but it's it's tough because... <laughs> Mitty? No squeaking. No. <laughs> he tried. No squeaking. No his squeakers broke. broke. Oh, oh, he fixed it. So it's a good movie as we watched it at home while eating cheesecake in a cozy environment. On the big screen, it would have been a very different movie. And that's when I would know if it was 
a good movie, bad movie, great movie. Because there were some scenes I knew, the fireworks scenes when they're flying, I would have loved to see on the big screen. Yes. At the same time, there's no big... In the first film, when she's walking across the battlefield like by herself in No Man's Land... Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. That's memorable. That's when you, like, you tell people you have to go see this movie. There's really nothing like that in this one. No. Essentially, at some point, I mean, she's, she's like losing her powers. It's like watching Spider-Man 2 yeah, uh, or Superman kind of thing. Like it's, We've all been there. What do you think of Kristen Wiig as a cat person? Oh, my gosh. So the very end, yeah, that's... She went full of cats. It doesn't look like her. It's... Um, it was rough. That was hard to watch, actually. But I remember even, like, watching the trailer and just trying to believe Kristen Wiig is this, like, evil character. It, it, I was skeptical in the trailer. And, I mean, most of the movie... I think because it was like a gradual change, it was okay until she went full cat. And that was just wrong. Yeah, I mean, she was literally a cat. I didn't mind her in this film. I liked her better than I expected. I usually don't like Kristen Wiig except for the film Walter Mitty. So if you had to give it a grade. I agree where it's like, if we had seen it on the big screen, I you know, and sandwiched between whatever other movies were scheduled to come out this year. I mean, there were a bunch of good ones I was so excited for. Um, I think it would be different since it's the first, like, real epic movie that we've seen in a long time. I think I like it more than I would have if we had seen it, like, you know, with other stuff. So for me right now, like solid B, like I, I'm gonna say like seven and a half, eight, eight. Whoa. Yeah. If the first one, like realistically, to me is like an eight point five, this is like a six. Six. But it was also a free movie, so then at that it makes it a ten. Like if it's on, it's like basically a Netflix movie. You know, yeah. and it's pretty good for a Netflix movie. Yeah. It was two and a half hours. I really enjoyed it. Most of it. It wasn't great like chris pine there really wasn't much for him to do you know no. what i mean no he in the first kind of following yeah. her around the first film is like a leader like literally he's taking charge doing things still listening to her but like this one he just shows up and it's not really him it's another guy yeah yeah there were some yeah right i don't remember some of it maybe i dozed off for a little bit there was a freeway chase in the trailer I remember her like bursting through the thing like flying in the mm-hmm. air oh yeah that was cool that, was, that cool. was in there. I missed that part. Oh, I, man. I think I was... No, the tank flips over and she launches. Man, you must have napped. I remember that from the trailer. Yeah. That was in Egypt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you have HBO Max, watch it. Um, if you don't, find someone that does, get their password, watch it on HBO Max. It's a fun two hours and 25 minutes. It's a long movie. It is. Get Cheesecake. No, see, but here, here's the thing, like, maybe, like, plan to eat, like, halfway through or something. Because I think the first, like, 20 minutes are my favorite. The villain, Maxwell, it's super interesting. It's, it's something a that, little weird. It was not conveyed in the trailer, the idea that people are going around 
wishing for anything they want to and getting it. And there's some messed up things that happen. Of course, it's more like the family-friendly version of it, but we're talking nuclear weapons, people dropping dead. Like, there's some crazy stuff. Cows roaming around the city. War zone. That was funny. Yeah. And the Mandalorian, Pedro, he is fantastic. Definitely. Love him. Very good acting. At the same time, there is not that clear typical villain throughout the movie. And that makes it kind of tough. Because, you know what I mean? Like, he's not... Right. I guess you could just say, like, the stone is the villain. Like, everyone kind of is their own enemy. All right. So what do you think it is on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. I'm going to be optimistic and say in the 50s. 59. Ooh. That's good. Okay. So, I liked it. Jess liked it. It's not as good as the first movie, in my opinion. No. But cuddle up on the couch, get some cheesecake, watch it. Plus, I just love the 80s. And so there's a lot of really cool, like, colors and styles and... Even Wonder Woman's outfit. I love the colors of it in this one. I was a fan of her gold suit at the end. Yes. More so than I expected. Yeah. The trailer made it seem kind of goofy. In the end, it could have and should have been better, but I expect there will be another one, so... Yeah, hopefully. Thank you for listening, and thank you to my mother, if you're listening. We appreciate it. Our last episode had... In the teens, like double-digit listeners. You didn't tell me this. Our highest... Oh, no, actually. Our number one podcast is Murder on the Orient Express. And that's because it has the word murder in the title, and people love murder podcasts. It's true. Um, they were probably really let down when they listened to it. <laughs> um, but our, our Parasite episode had 19, and then the last one had like 14 or something. So we're, you know, we're... We're hanging in there. We're doing steady. We appreciate the listens. We should watch Parasite again. We should watch Parasite again.